Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlaineCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blaine, and I certainly do count it a privilege and a blessing to be with you all here on the 28th episode of our podcast. Well, listen, BCU family, the Lord has led us in a direction of forgiveness, and we've been talking about that over the last few podcasts, and what we want to do is look at forgiveness and the healing part of forgiveness. How do we heal? And we're going to be doing that with looking at the book of Jonah. Yes, I know, Jonah. So in order to do this, and to do this right, the Lord blessed me with a very special friend of mine in the person of Jewel Taylor, who's going to step us through how Jonah needed to forgive and also to heal. So take this time to get your notebooks, get your Bibles, get a writing utensil, a snack, and settle on in. Blank Courages You is coming to you with forgiveness and healing through forgiveness with the book of Jonah. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family. So as you heard in the intro, the Lord has been talking to us, myself included, about forgiveness. So we've been talking about that over the past few podcasts, and we're going to get into it today looking at the book of Jonah. And my special friend in the way of Jewel Taylor is going to take us further. So let me give you a little bit of background. When Jewel and I were talking a few months ago about forgiveness and whatnot, um, and thinking about the book of Jonah, you know, typically we think about Jonah's disobedience and how he ran away and he was supposed to go preach to the people of Nineveh and didn't want to do it and you know he had to spend some time in the belly of the whale of the big fish in order to come to himself so we think about that story we don't often think about the backstory to that and how his backstory and even the story of the book of Jonah applies in our lives so Jewel takes us through uh, those chapters so what you are about to listen to is our Thursday night periscope Bible study slash discussion. So what is happening is that you're going to hear me on one end of the uh, computer and Jewel is going to be on the other end and she will be teaching and both her and myself will be responding to questions and comments as they pop up on the screen. So just want to give you a little bit of background and set you up for what you'll be hearing. I do promise you that listening in and taking notes you will certainly be edified and know more about forgiveness and how to do it God's way. So take a listen to part one of my friend Jewel Taylor breaking it down for us, forgiveness through the book of Jonah. Take a listen. Is an awesome, awesome woman of God. Um, has been... Isn't it great? Look at all the love. Look at the love. All right. I like that. Yeah. So um, she's been walking with the Lord for many, many years, um, was one of the youngest people actually on the missionary board, I believe at the age of 16. Isn't that something, y'all? Isn't that something? So yes, absolutely. And after a decade of being in corporate, the corporate world and taking care of things, um, she is devoted 
full-time to her husband and her two beautiful children, um, Richie, who is five, and then my little, my little sweetie there, which is three years old, my little Ray Ray, who's three. And um, in addition to being such a wonderful friend and a wonderful mom and wife, this woman is a powerhouse of knowledge for the word of God. So I, she's shaking her head, y'all. She's shaking her head. But um, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for it. I'm not going for it. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the mic over to her and uh, we'll, you know, I'll ask her some questions and stuff. And you all are free, of course, to type in your comments as well. And we'll respond to them. And tonight, you, you all know that we've been talking about forgiveness in the book of Matthew chapter 18 and being offended and uh, being the offender. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Take the flowers is right. And we've been talking about that. And I, I have to say that I've been tested, y'all. I've been tested for being offended. I have been tested. I was tested this morning before I had my tea and before I got my morning nourishment. Somebody kind of snapped. And I'm like, <laughs> y'all see the face? Oh, somebody said that makes two of us. I was like, <laughs> see, when you talk about these things, the Lord will bring you tests. And I thank God for them because, you know, the Lord had to check. He was like, Blenda. And I was like, okay, Lord, but you saw him, right? <laughs> you saw what they said, right? And he already saw it. And, and the scriptures tell us that offenses will come. Woe unto those that bring them. It's how we respond to the offenses. Are we doing things the way that God would want us to do it? And with what Jewel is going to be talking about tonight, um, I, I believe that the subject, he was offended. I believe that Jonah got offended, didn't he? He got offended, and that, that offense came, and he had to deal with that. There's the forgiveness, and there's also the healing part of things, because we don't often think about, you know, all right, I've forgiven, but, you know, my heart isn't quite right. I've got to run into this person. I have to work with this person, and you want to be sure that you're all healed. So um, I, I need to stop talking, y'all, because I, I get excited about this sort of thing. So let me hush up, and let me turn the mic over to Jewel. I will um, go ahead, Jewel, and you can just start talking. Tell us your testimony. Whatever it is you want to do, the floor is now yours. Thank you so much, Blenda, for this platform and just for being able to just share what the lessons, the life lessons that God has uh, taken me through. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that he takes any of us through anything just for ourselves. I believe that everything we go through, everything that we experience mm -hmm. to help someone else get through. Because that's just life. You're not going to live this life without trial. You're not going to live this life without test, whether you're in God or out of God. So what better uh, father do we have than a father that's going to give us brothers and sisters in the Lord to help us make it along our journey? Amen? Amen. And some people say, well, you know, we, we talked about forgiveness and we've covered every aspect of forgiveness. But there's also another step in forgiveness toward the end, which is the healing part. And we also don't talk about that. And how can we truly heal from our heart, as it says in Matthew 18 and 35, which has been our leading scripture um, as we follow Blenda through forgiveness. 18, Matthew 18 and 35, So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. So how do we deal with that heart? And so the Lord has been dealing with me over the last, few years about forgiveness and then the other side of it, which is the healing and the recovery part of it. Mm -hmm. Because we go through and we can't say that our flesh is not damaged. Amen. We can't say, amen, deep wounds do come from some offenses. Amen. Just don't wake up and get up and skip down the street after someone has stabbed you deeply. 
or somebody said something at the job, you know, sideways. It is what it is. We can those those are things we typically meander through every day. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about those wounds that last and endure through time. Those wounds that we need to go to to the hospital for. So this is what we are coming together um, in the name of the Lord to try to work through and see what the Lord says through his word about the healing process and what we have to do to get over the hurt. Amen? Amen. Why the book of Jonah? Because, you know, we all know the story of Jonah and, and, the, and the whale and everything like that. The reason why the Lord was dealing with me with the book of Jonah is because Jonah dealt, God dealt with Jonah in three major areas. He dealt with Jonah in his pride, his arrogance, and his lack of compassion. Mm. And if we're going back to Matthew 18 and 35 and forgiving from our heart, we can't do that if our heart is burdened with any of those things. Amen. We can't truly forgive and we can't truly be healed if we're still dealing with pride, arrogance, and, compa- and lack of compassion. Amen. Because we're flesh. Amen? Amen? We are flesh and we feel. And it's nothing wrong to feel. Belinda um, has shared with us in other lessons that there are natural feelings that we have, but we allow them to go above and beyond what they need to go. Mm-hmm. And that ends up hurting or causing us harm or 99 other thousand things that did not need to happen if we had checked ourselves in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So dealing with Jonah, healing through forgiveness basically starts with us. That's the summation of the book of Jonah. It's about you. And when we look at the book of Jonah and we start off with, Basically, he just gets up and runs. God tells him, go to Tarshish. And when you have some time, take your time and read the book of Jonah. It's a short read, only four chapters. And it's, a, it's actually a very good story. They have the kiddie versions of it. I've watched it with the kids. It's a very good story. But he gets up, and the Lord tells him to go to Nineveh and cry against their wickedness because it was so great that it came up before God himself. Now, Nineveh was a huge city. It was a very important and key city because it was in between a a major water body and it was also between most of the major cities of the the time. So Nineveh was like New York City Mm. for us today. And um, so where Jonah had to go, he knew, I don't like none of those people. I don't want to go there. I don't want to talk to any of them. So he decided in his his little wisdom, to get up and run. And that's the first thing that we're dealing with. Um, Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and we're going to highlight verse number 2. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, we all know we cannot hide from God. But Jonah tried. And the question is, what are we running from? Mm. You know, somebody hurt me. Okay, Blenda, you said something. It offended me, and I am deeply hurt. This is hypothetical. Blenda has done nothing wrong. (laughs) But I'm using her as an example. So Blenda hurt me, and I go to church with Blenda. Or I work with Blenda. I have to see Blenda every day or every Sunday or at least Tuesdays and Sundays. So Tuesday at Bible class and maybe even rehearsal. How do I deal with looking someone in the face that has just stabbed me six or nine inches in my bag? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that deep. Like, we don't think about that. Yes. Because we say we 
forgiven, and then we see the person, and it's like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? It's awkward. What are we running from? Mm -hmm. Do we stop going to rehearsal? Do we stop going to church? Do we try to go to another church until we feel like we have healed from that situation? What are we going through? God wants us to face our life situations. And people in them regardless. He said, look, let the wheat and the tares grow together. Amen? So it is our job. We have to first, we have to just stop running. Mm-hmm. And still, okay? We have, I, I've lived this um, too many times. And I can't, you can't stop functioning. That's what the enemy wants. He wants you to put your gift down. Yeah. He doesn't want you to keep building up kingdom. I went through a situation where I was almost shut down from encouraging or just helping anyone for almost a year because Jesus. I was such in pain. Mm-hmm. I was such, I was so hurt over what had happened that I felt like my gifts are worthless. How can I encourage Jesus. anyone if this has happened to me or if I'm feeling this way? So the enemy wants us to shut down, and that's the first thing we do. We run. And when we start to shut down, we open other doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We open the room for depression, anxiety, and other emotional and mental issues. So we must journey on. Amen? We Amen. cannot run. And number two, we cannot hide from God. So we know that. We know we cannot hide from God. Amen. Amen. You know, one of my, one of my nieces was saying, amen, Mary, as I'm looking at some of the... um. As some of the comments that we just talked about this probably about three weeks ago that we have got to get used to. Amen. We do feed that pain. You're absolutely right. And we are neutralized that we have got to get used to the fact that the wheat and the tear have to grow together. And I don't know what it is with us. Um, and, and you know what? I think it's with all saints. And we really have to understand that not everybody that comes to church is saved. Um, not everyone that comes to church has been redeemed. Not everyone that comes to church, they may be saved and they might be struggling in particular areas. And there are some that are just there to be tares. And once we, we discern which is what, then we can function better and we're not as apt to get and stay hurt and be neutralized and to be shut down. And um, I, I think that when we come to the body of Christ, especially when we're talking about hurting the body of Christ, we are looking for this utopia, this perfect place Amen. where there's Amen. clouds and flowers and harps are playing and there's just this love flow and people say you shouldn't get hurt in church. And I agree with that. I agree with that. But wherever the spirit of the Lord is, wherever there's something that's good going on, we already know. What the enemy is going to try to come in and do something. And then that, that parable with the wheat and the tear, and I'm going to give you a pl- platform back in just a minute. But with the wheat and the tear, the, the, um, the worker says, you know, an enemy has done this. They came in at night and, and, and put these tears among us. So at night, when we're not looking, when our eyes are closed, when we're busy doing something else, when we're paying attention to the work of the Lord, maybe we weren't paying attention at all. It's going to come. Offenses will come. Tears will be there. What we have to do with the help of the Lord is to recognize that and then act the way that God would want us to. And this is why we need the word of God down in our hearts to, to make sure that we hide. Um, we um, not hide, I'm sorry, hide the word down in our hearts so that we don't sin against him because we don't want to become the offender. We don't want to become Jonah because with that unforgiveness, we can become Jonah. Jonah had an issue. He didn't want to bother with those folks, not those people. Mm-mm. I don't want. I want to witness to them. Uh, uh-uh, not them. And they were enemies. They were enemies, and they were enemies to Israel. So you know that 
that speaks a lot about, you know, who are we not witnessing to? Because they're an enemy of us. Oh, well, she's such and such, or he does such so and so. Is he not any better than you or worse than you? Absolutely. You cannot choose who you serve. We cannot. Amen. And, and we, we talked about that last week with the unforgiving servant, how, you know, again, so much he was forgiven for and so little he didn't want to forgive the other person for. So, no, you are absolutely right. So, all right, I'm going to zip it for another few minutes. I'm checking the comments. Go for it, Jewel. I'm going to see if I can get you on the screen in a minute, too. So go for it. Well, no, you really just open the door to the next step. So once we stop running, uh -huh. then we need to take the step to stop playing the tape. Yes. And do no harm. Hey, Nikki. We uh -huh. need to stop, like you said, rehearsing and imagining and remembering what they did and how they did it and each step they took to do it mm -hmm. and what was behind when they did it. And we have to stop doing that because we're reopening the wound. You know how you Amen. have a stab on your arm? Yeah. You're little. Yeah. I know some people, Raylan is just, my daughter is, she is the professional scab picker. And we used to see a scab and you're going to just, just, you just, once it harms up, you just right back at it all yep. over again. And that's what we do. As soon as we say we're forgiving and we're trying to love and we sit there and we see that person or something reminds us of what happened and we start ruminating on that thing again. Yeah. And we start thinking about that, oh, she did this and da 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 and if I was her, I would never do that. And yeah. you start playing that tape. Mm -hmm. So stop rewinding that tape um, because you're going to cause more damage from being, from rewinding the tape because guess what? Where does sin start? It begins with iniquity in the mind. Jesus. And so when you set your mind up against someone, you're starting a whole new process of iniquity. You're starting a whole new process of sin. Mm -hmm. Reclaim the tape. How do we stop? I'm glad you asked that question. How do we stop playing that tape? By filling our hearts and minds with the things and thoughts of God. Okay, Amen. that sounds very cliche. I'm going to say that. <laughs> it sounds very okay. Yes. Good. We hear it all the time. Keep thinking about, um, yes, we always play the victim. That's a, we, we think about, oh, well, I, I know we're supposed to keep my mind on God, but how do I exactly do that? We have, honestly, I call it like beating myself up. Mm -hmm. Every time that negative thought of that person comes, I have to bring in a new thought, right? They say replace a bad habit with a good habit. So that like, every time I think about that person, uh-uh, devil, you've alive today. You don't have to get into my, that's my, uh, my country talk. Devil, you've alive today. I'm going to think about this. Or I'm yeah. going to pick up something. I'm going to read something. I'm going to say the Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And let's keep it moving. Once you start changing your mentality, changing your mind, it's going to stop sitting and dwelling inside of your spirit. And that took me a while. I had a situation where I was uh, so hurt. I'm not going to get too um, involved in it. But I had a situation where someone who I embraced as family completely, this was uh, many, many years ago, actually, um, completely, um, I found out they were just comp doing everything opposite of what we are supposed to do when we say we love each other, amen, um, even to the point of using the Lord's name in vain wow. and, and, and using the Lord's name and lying in the name of the Lord. Mm. And it hurt me so deeply. But I, I kept, I had to see that person every Sunday, you know, um, and mm -hmm. I had to keep going on. I said, well, Lord, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Because every time I thought about their name, because we were so engrossedly, um, we were almost like sisters, and we were so entangled together that I thought about them often. Mm -hmm. And I had to start to change my thoughts. I had to start to think on different things. It says, Philippians 4 and 8, finally, brother, whatsoever things are true. Okay, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. Is the thought lovely? Let's stop. Is this a lovely thought? 
of scriptures where the Lord deals with the mind because he knows that's where everything starts. Amen. Amen. Focus on those things. Focus on those good things. We need to remember that in, in our minds, it's with our minds, we serve God, right? We serve the law of God and with our flesh. We serve the law of man. So we need to change that mind. If you do not stop the tape, though, you will then lead yourself to cause harm to someone else or to those you harmed, and you'll continue that cycle of hurt. Mm. So you're accomplishing the enemy's will because he wants to hurt more people than just you. Amen. Um, BCU family, BCU family, BCU family, were you not blessed with the word of the Lord that came through the teaching of my beloved sister Jewel? I declare unto you, y'all, I'm taking it to the South. I declare unto you, I had not thought about Jonah in that way. And truly, this is a call to action for us to examine ourselves to be sure that we are forgiving the way that God wants us to. And also to make sure that we're not harboring anything so that we can be properly healed through forgiveness. We don't talk about the healing part and Jewel really did hit the nail on the head there. So there is more to this. Yes, indeed. So Lord will join us next time as we go into the second part of forgiveness and specifically healing through forgiveness in looking at the book of Jonah. So once again, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. Just wanted to thank you all so much for tuning in, for reading. If you're not already following us on Facebook, please do so. Join us on the Blend Courages You page. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And we are also on Periscope. So you can join us live on Thursday evenings at 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We would love to see you there. So I think that's all of the announcements for now. We're going to get ready to sign off and close up this particular podcast. May God bless you richly. Make his face to shine upon you. And until we are together again, stay on the wall. See you next time.